welcome back to another episode of Goddess Talks with me, Elise 5000. And today we're going to be talking about how to eat from the tree of life and become a conscious creator of your reality. Yes. So I'm going to be breaking down the Garden of Eden story. Obviously, there's like a hundred ways to break the story down, but Bashar talks about assigning meaning. He says that whatever meaning you assign to a neutral prop is the meaning that you get out of it. So if you assign a negative meaning, that's what you get from that meaning. And if you assign a positive meaning, that's what you get. So it's all about perception. So in theory, anybody can translate any scripture of the Bible the way that they need to go since year gods like clearly there's a million denominations of christianity there's all these different religions everyone's got a different idea of what it all means so for me i've broken down the adam and eve situation i've got the 3d explanation the 4d explanation the 5d 60 i got it all broken down really the main point is all is mind like the universe is mental so your reality is just a mental projection Your thoughts shape your reality. So through this principle, it's believed that God is consciousness or thought. Thoth, the God of wisdom. Egyptian God of wisdom is Thoth, which is thought. And the universe is just a manifestation of the mind of God. Ye are gods. So the principle of mentalism means that whatever meaning you assign to the story is what is what is true for you. So if you believe that God doesn't want you to have knowledge, I guess that's what that's what will reflect in in your your life but for me what I got out of the the Garden of Eden story is that well first of all God said let us make man in our image after our likeness who is who is our like is it the entire Egyptian pantheon that is creating humans in our exact image or in their exact image again Genesis 1 26 God says, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over blah, 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 fish and sea. What does this mean, the dominion over it? Over the fish in the sea, fowl in the air, blah, 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 blah. It basically means we're conscious creators. We have dominion over it because we have dominion over our reality. Ye are gods. So if we're exact copies, because when you say, let us make man in our image and after our likeness, that kind of just means we're clones, we're copies. So for, like my mom and I, we were arguing, she said that I'm not God. She was like, you're not God. And I was like, I'm God and you're God. And she was like, no, we are not gods. And I said, then why does it say in our book? Well, in your book, does it not say in your book, ye are gods? Am I wrong? And she was like, well, you're not the God. And I'm like, then who else is in my reality with me other than me? Like, it's just me. (laughs) Like, I'm the one, I'm the only one in this reality with me. I'm the only one in this vessel experiencing what I'm experiencing. I'm doing this alone. So I am the God of my reality. Like, who else is there? And I said, I'm God, you're God. She was like, well, no, we're gods, even though she doesn't even believe that. But she said, but we're not the God. And I'm like, does that even matter? Like, we're not, I'm not even talking about that, the God. Like, ha- have you ever met God? 
like until God, the 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 man in the sky that doesn't want me to watch porn and like is mad if I like overeat <laughs> and wants to punish me, like until he comes and introduces himself. Hi, my name is God, and I saw you um, thinking those bad thoughts about. Um, I'm not even going to put myself on blast with what I be doing, but what I'm saying is until he comes up to me and introduces himself, I'm just going to say I was made in the image and exact likeness, so I'm, I'm God, right? So furthermore, John 1.18, Jesus literally says no one has ever seen God. Okay, but the only begotten God who is in the bosom of the Father. I'm, I perceive that as him saying that he's talking about himself. Nobody has seen God because you're God. You've only seen yourself. Like the universe is mental, like those tablets, <laughs> like 7,000 years ago, Atlantis. What if this is just a mental, like a simulation? What if this is just a computer simulation? I mean, has anyone ever seriously thought about where we for real come from? We literally live on a ball in the middle of the Milky Way galaxy that this ball literally is looks like an electron or a neutron or like a proton going around the nucleus. That's what it looks like. So neuron, brain neurons look like trees, the tree of life, which is a brain neuron. Trees, brain neurons, and the universe looks exactly the same as above, so below. So that said... I've been very sick lately, okay? I've been in pain. The reason why I haven't even uploaded a, a podcast is because I've been in so much pain. I'm, I'm having to have surgery soon, but this pain has been dire. It's been dire. Like I've been feeling like, am I dying or something? And my mom did have to pray over me. My mom and stepdad, they prayed over me with oil. And literally after they prayed over me with oil, I felt better and I'm doing the podcast. Like that was literally today, this evening, they had to pray over me with oil. And did it work? Yes. Okay, yes. Yes, it did work. But all is mine, I believe. I believe in my mom's prayer. You know why? Because I, I do know she loves me and I know my stepdad loves me and I know that they really don't want me to be in pain. And I believe what they say when they put their hand on me, they really, they believed it. And I, I believe that if there was a guy in the sky governing like my behavior, I believe he'd want me to be well. I don't, I don't think he would want me to suffer, but I believe that and literally... The pain went away. I'm sitting here doing the podcast. I could not do this podcast. I could not finish. I was in so much pain. I've been in pain for a month. Okay. A whole month. Um, it's, it's been, it's been hard. I've actually been in pain for like 10 years. Okay. Chronic pain off and on, but I had a triggering event and the pain just a, a stressful, like mental I'm, I'm telling you, I cannot make this up. The universe really has to be mental because the stress from the triggering event caused the caused my body to just like start shutting down. Like it started just the pain just started getting really bad. I was internally bleeding, severely anemic. I was feeling like I was dying. I know what I don't know what death feels like, but I know what severe pain feels like to where you have to get hospitalized because I've been hospitalized before. And so being having been hospitalized at least two times before 
you know that when there's pain like that, there's something really wrong. But the point is, I felt instantly better after the prayer. Did it still hurt? Yeah, but it didn't hurt that bad or something. Like it felt like I could, it, it, I don't know. I can't explain it, but, and maybe it has something to do with like the feminine, the divine feminine archetype of having, you know, my mother as a, f- a feminine, the net. Like my, to me, like, Your mother is your first God that you know, like that you come out of you. This person made you right. And then, you know, you've got I've had, you know, my stepdad, which is the divine masculine. And they were I mean, it it could have just been like an occult type of ritual. I mean, I mean, not I'm not being (laughs) not being weird, but I mean, I understand that people do this at church. It's normal. But when you really break it down. You could see where that could really work. You know what I mean? Like you've got these energies and then they have energy inside their bodies themselves. And when you get their beliefs together, coupled with my belief in what they're doing, I mean, I can see that being highly effective. Like I said, I feel much better. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Today I've been sick and I feel better from their prayers to Jesus to God, to Jesus. I'm a fan of Jesus. I like a lot. I, I go by what he says. I like the stuff he says, you know, um, if Jesus is a real person or not, I don't care because that energy of the, the, the red parts of the Bible, that there's energy in that. When I read that, I feel consciousness. I feel a actual conscious being and I can tap into it. I can connect to it. I encourage people to read Matthew. And, and anything with red, you can definitely connect to that that vibration. And you can actually <sighs> converse with Jesus, like in your mind. But back to the story, you know, what I really want to talk about on this podcast is the Garden of Eden. The story, breaking it down, you know, God apparently said, let us make man. Now, when I hear us, just as a person who studied pantheons right the in need the netters like yo you study the netters it's a bunch of people it's a bunch of gods you know you got amen ra thoth Ptah, atum <laughs> you know net or neath we would call her neath or tenet you know and there were different aspects of this the one the personalities they had different personalities you know one is the soul you got Ra, that's the soul, the fire, the sun, which is like the the soul, your life force energy. You feel me? And then you've got, which is the hidden one. He's hidden. It's hit, all of them are hidden, but you know. Then you've got Thoth, which is wisdom, which is your thoughts. You know, you've got Atum, which represents physical manifestations of your actions, cause and effect, basically. Then you've got Pata. Okay, pata is like your emotions, um, your heart, you know, you can, your heart is like a, a brain, there's a vibration coming from it. So whatever you feel, you're creating your reality based off your feelings, you know, and, and this is something like, okay, yes, I'm making a podcast. Do I understand all of this stuff fully? No, I'm trying to, I'm getting there. I do believe that whatever is mainstream is too low level for me. Like it was low level when I was a kid. Like I was like in church and it just didn't make sense to me. Like I needed more. I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, you know, 
Jesus died for our sins. God sent his only begotten son to die for our sins. And I'm like, why would he have to die for our sins? Because we were sinners and we had a tail. Like that makes no sense. Yes, God did it. I said, well, if God, isn't God like all powerful? Yes, God is all powerful. Why didn't he just take away sins? So in the gospel of the Holy 12th lection, 33 and 72, it says, by the shedding of blood of others is no remission of sins. <sighs> Jesus was teaching his disciples in the outer court of the temple, and one of them said unto him, Master, it is said by the priests that without shedding of blood, there is no remission. Can then the blood of offering of the law take away sin? I don't know why I'm reading this in British accent, but I'm doing it, so. And Jesus answered, no blood offering of beast or bird or man can take away sin. For how can the conscience be purged from sin by the shedding of innocent blood? Nay, it will increase the condemnation. But I say unto you, shed no innocent blood, nor eat ye flesh. Walk uprightly, love mercy, and do justly, and your days shall be long in the land. In the gospel according to Mary, Jesus said, there is no sin, but it is you who make sin when you do the things that are like the nature of adultery, which is called sin. Now, what would adultery be? Could that be like betraying yourself or doing something that you hate? Then he goes on to say, that is why the good came into your midst to the essence of every nature in order to restore it to its root. Then he continued and said, that is why you become sick and die, for you are deprived of the one who can heal you. He who has a mind to understand, let him understand. Yo, I mean, you know, I've been sick and I'm trying to heal myself. So I was deprived of the one who could heal me. Who is that one? It's me. All is mind. I'm making myself sick. I told you the sickness was triggered by an emotional event. So... Obviously, I'm, I was stressed. The, the pain had been going on for off and on for 10, 10, about 10 years. But this time, it just got completely out of control. And so, you know, that, that stress from the triggering event, what is stress anyway? Stress is like worry or it's just a low vibration. And that just kind of brings me back to the very first podcast episode where I said the importance of staying away from toxic people toxic low vibrational people that could trigger you and cause sickness everybody knows narcissistic abuse causes sickness fibroids fibroids are an emotional disease fibroids fibromyalgia cancers all of these things narcissistic abuse but why do you why would anyone even be in a narcissistic abuse situation because there's a self-love deficit and if you don't love yourself how can you love God? Because all is mind, right? All right, but back to Adam and Eve. Okay, so Genesis 3, 22. And the Lord God said, the man has now become like one of us, knowing good and evil. He must not be allowed to reach out his hand and take also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. Now we took that as like literal, but I'm thinking about duality, right? That is one of the laws you know, it is said that we make soul contracts before we are incarnated onto this planet. And in those soul contracts, some of us have come here to experience duality, polarity. So what if, you know, if, if, if we are gods and we live forever, 
just based off of those, you know, laws of nature is that we all will be existing forever. In the beginning was a word and the word was with God and the word was God. Then we exist forever. And so forever is pretty long time. So obviously we're experiencing many lifetimes and many incarnations on many different places, different planes of existence. So, and a lot of, a lot of times people are star seeds. Like people are here all for different reasons, you know, and the principle of polarity states that everything is dual. Everything has poles. Everything has this pair of opposites. This is thoth. Like and unlike are the same. Opposites are identical in nature, but different in degree. Extremes meet. All truths are but half-truths. All paradoxes may be reconciled. That's from the Kabbalion, and that's like basically Hermes. So the principle of polarity is that seemingly opposite things are actually one and the same at varying degrees. So for example, this is hot and it's also cold. Cold is just the absence of heat. Hot is just the absence of cold. They're both one thing, which is called temperature. You see what I'm saying? God, God even said it in the Bible. God says in Isaiah 45, 7, I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. All is mine. That means you're God and the devil. The devil made me do it. No, your ego made you do it. Like, I can't make this up. Set. Egyptian God Set is your ego and Set killed Osiris. Okay, so your ego makes you do it. Ye are gods. But nobody wants to say that. Nobody's like, God's also the devil. My thing is, why is God so mean sometimes in the Bible? I love you, but I'll kill you if you, you know, <laughs> if you disobey. <laughs> you will surely die, but I love you though. But when I, when God says you you will surely die, I, I'm not thinking of a physical death, although that is definitely something to be considered. I'm thinking of like a spiritual death. I'm thinking like, you know, you could be spiritually dead here on earth. Like, because, you know, just like Jesus said, you're de- you're sick and die because you're deprived of the thing that can heal you, which is you. You're deprived of yourself. You don't know thyself. Know thyself. That's the number one thing we're supposed to do here is to know thyself and experience duality, the polarity. That's the knowledge of good and evil. I, I mean, that's what I got from the story, right? You know, don't eat from this tree, the tree, only eat from the tree of life. Don't eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. You know, now you, now you have to experience good and you have to experience evil. You can't eat from the tree of life anymore. I, I want to eat from the tree of life though. I want to, I mean, I no, I don't want to experience evil. I'm tired of experiencing evil. Like, no, I don't want to have pain. I want to eat from the tree of life. But but what if eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is eating from the tree of what other people say is good and bad, which makes you manifest punishments in your reality, right? So what if, because, you know, when God came after they Eve had eaten from the bad tree, <laughs> You know, God was like, why are you naked? Why are you hiding? And she was like, because I'm naked. And he was like, who told you you're naked? Like, right? So this part right here kind of threw me off. I'm like, oh, snap. God didn't even say she was naked. Who said that? Who said she was naked? Their eyes were opened, right? After she ate from the tree, their eyes were opened. (laughs) 
But God literally said, who told you you were naked? Who told you that, bro? Somebody told you that. Now you believe in what somebody else said. Now that is manifesting in your reality. You're manifesting punishments for yourself. Like, why are you hiding from me? You're hiding from the one that can heal you at this point. You're no longer connected to me, to yourself. You're no longer connected to yourself because you're listening to what other people say is good and what is bad, right? That's where I'm taking it. That's where I first, when I first read the story, I was like, okay, cool. But then when he came back in the garden, it was like, who told you, bro? Who told you you were naked? Like, did you eat from the tree I told you not to eat from? So my thing is he didn't want you, he didn't want us eating from that tree because now we were like, oh God, we're naked. Like now we're paranoid. We're like feeling like we're sinners. Somebody, obviously the devil, Satan, tricked Eve to eating into, you know, the wrong tree because she said, you're going to... The devil said, you're going to be like God, right? God just doesn't want you to be, you know, like like him, you know. So eat from this tree and you're going to be better than God. Not knowing that she already was God, right? Like, so now you up here listening to what Moses said and what Paul said and who, you know, other people said, when that might not apply to you, that might not work for you. You know, if you, if your goal is to become a belly dancer in life, you're probably not going to want to be Pentecostal because they're going to be like, you're sinning right now. Like you're wearing this, this sinner clothing, you're naked. You've got these little bra thing on and you're gyrating your butt. You're a sinner. You're going to hell. <laughs> that is not going to work for the belly dancing person. So now her whole life, she wants to be a belly dancer and everyone's like, you're a sinner. She's not going to live life that way. She's going to be sad. She's going to be like, you know, and then she's going to put her, you know, desires away because the people said it was bad. They said God didn't like it when she's God herself. So she's like literally listening to other people, other gods, tell her what to do. She ain't God no more. Because you listen to other people, other people telling you what to do when you could just eat from a tree of life and be God, manifest whatever you want to manifest and stop listening to other people. Boom. That's where I got. That's all I got from the story. You feel me? And also like to me, you know, they're like, oh, we're naked. We're covering we're covering ourselves. Right. I find that narcissists do this quite a bit. And I could be a narcissist. Hey, I'm not even denying that. I don't think I'm a narcissist because I already went to the therapist and he said I'm not a narcissist. But narcissists are kings and queens of psychological projection. So that whole we're naked. Like to me, like that self-righteousness, wanting to be better than God, like you that you police in other people, telling them what to do. You're naked. God said you're naked. Like shut up. You don't know my God, bro. You only know yours. No, you're naked. You're naked. I'm not naked. This is what God told me to wear. I'm wearing, I'm naked because we do this. This is what we do over here. But if your God said you're naked, then go be naked. Then don't, you know what I'm saying? Don't by all means, please cover up for you. That's what, you know, that's what's going to work for you. But from don't come over here policing me with your shit. Don't come over here with that. Please. You feel me? Like, cause we do, we doing us over here. <laughs> okay. Let us make men in our image. <laughs> you feel me? So we over here, all the, you know, 
my mind, my spirit, my body, we over here, the Holy Trinity, we over here doing us. You dig? So that's that's all I got to say about the story. You know, the Garden of Eden story. That's, you know, what I get from it. So with that said, I appreciate you guys for listening. If you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe to the podcast. And yeah, so you can be updated on when I post new podcasts. And I definitely have a lot of cool stuff coming. And I'm super, super excited um, to be sharing with you my thoughts. So with that, as always, I'm driving slow in the fast lane. Chop a spoon, pop a coat, ain't I make them holler through little things.